everybody, and welcome to Punchlines. I am Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. It is Halloween. Ow, ow, ow! I'm going to howl every week on the show because I howled last week on National Howling Moon Day. Uh, very exciting day. The NFL trade deadline will end at the end of this show. Late breaking news. There it is right there. Chase Young, former overall number two pick, is going to the 49ers. So the 49ers dressed up on Halloween as Super Bowl champs. That's, that's an unbelievable pick up for them it is october 31st halloween last night was the sports equinox that ryan loved to talk about it's uh the equinox is when all four major sports play on the same night right you have baseball you got football you got hockey you got nba okay <laughs> and uh if you re- it was only 30 30- 30th time it's ever happened but if you want to count mls it was only the ninth time if you want to count soccer do we want to count soccer ryan mccormick our producer I don't think we want to count. You got something on your face, though, Ryan. You got a little. <laughs> I don't know little what you're talking on about. Your nose there. We're not going to see that yet, but uh, there it is, Ryan. Or yeah, what happened there? Did you get stung by a mosquito? No. Is that your? Is Halloween. that literally your Halloween costume? No. We'll see more throughout the show. <laughs> oh, he's going to build. It's going to be a slow build. Uh, I am wearing. Uh, you guys probably recognize this from our premiere episode, the orange and black theme that I did with our, our co-host. So I'll introduce in a second. But it is October 31st, Halloween. Uh, I am dressed up as Uncle Joey from Full House, Dave Coulier. Cut it out. I get that a lot. I get Dave Coulier. I get uh, I get Brad Pitt. It happens all the time. Um, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. I get Rob <laughs> Peter North. All right. Um, this is episode number 17. That was for you. Uh, episode 17, Ryan. That means our, um, our little show is old enough to see an R-rated movie today. Maybe a scary movie since it's all Hallow's Eve. So why don't we say hello to Ryan? We already did. Ryan, the nose is gone now. Or what? Uh, Okay, and now, where? wait, where's Ryan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he has an accent with the mustache. Unbelievable. At least it wasn't and, a German accent. Yeah, right. And we, might as well say, we might as well say hello to our co-host for the second day. He'll also be here tomorrow. He is dressed up as a World Series champ because he is one. It's Denny Nagel. There he is. There's the train noise. You didn't call for more trains yesterday. Oh, wait. Uh, what is your name, sir, who's now producing the show? It fell off. Jock Strap. <laughs> All right, Jock, thank you for being here. It's very nice to see you. Um, why don't we talk about some bets? So Denny and I last night, I can't look at you seriously. <laughs> I think it's time to make the donuts. He looks like the Dunkin' Donuts guy. Time. Remember that commercial? Ann remembers it. Ryan, there used to be a commercial where a guy We got another donuts. guy. In. What's a commercial? There's, hey, what's up, buddy? All right. That's oh, what... and look at there's someone walking by dressed as a Barbie girl. Is oh, that our 500? That, that, oh, that was Vaughn. Oh, my God. That was Greg Vaughn. He'll be on the show soon. I should mention that Greg Vaughn, uh, all-star, hit 50 home runs in the big leagues. Greg will be on very soon. I didn't realize that was him. And uh, we're back to our producer, Ryan, who can't keep a straight face. Uh, so last night, nailed it or failed it. Let's talk about some bets that we hit. Denny and I, uh, you might have seen this on Twitter. Uh, Chris, and- Chris Andrews, the head of the sports book here. Set us up with a booth. It was very nice. We had our own booth, and I was very excited because it was reserved. I felt like a big shot, and uh, I walked up, and it said, this booth is reserved for Denny Nagel. <laughs> name, my name wasn't on it at all. So, Chris, uh, my name wasn't on it. He goes, you win 20 games in the big leagues, you get your name on there. So that'll never That's happen. right. I did. I was a good wiffle ball player, though. That's what I heard. <laughs> wiffle ball. That's a lot of people. It's legend. Uh, Back in the Berg. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Second right team there. all county. Oh. Oh, yeah, on Ben Franklin <laughs> Drive, Mike O'Day's house. So listen, last night we placed we placed a bet. Oh, what is going on, Ryan? What is this now? What do, is that a? It's a dinosaur mouth. He's a dinosaur now. I know we have dinosaur fans watching. Okay, and what kind of dinosaur are you right there? Producer Saurus. There you go. There it yep. is. It's Barney. It's Barney. Can you do the Barney <laughs> it's voice? Purple. It's not purple. 
It's not purple, I but imagine love it. You. There you go. See, that's probably in his wheelhouse, Barney, right? Okay, boys and girls. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, nailed it or failed it? Denny and I nailed a bet last night. We took the Detroit Lions minus four in the first half, and we won. I piggybacked off Frank. You yeah. got, hey, listeners out there, you got to listen to his advice, man. That's right. Well, they're watching, too. It's not just radio. There you go. They if you're watching, too. <laughs> So, if, yeah, we uh, hit Detroit. We needed a touchdown, which was good, and we got the touchdown right before half. Yes. If uh, listeners stuck around to Sports by the Book, they got uh, the Equinox parlay from Alex White. Alex White? No way. She hit four? Nailed the Equinox parlay. She had four money lines. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Miami Heat. Okay. The Boston Bruins beat the Florida Panthers. Yes, 3-2 in overtime. The for Tom Detroit Gladden. Lions for Tom beat the Las Vegas Raiders, yeah. and the Texas Rangers beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. Wow. Alex White. Uh, with the, oh, wow, you put 100 on that. What are you paying on that? The money line. I'm not sure. I didn't. Man, I didn't. that's nice. That's nice got to be a good pay Wow, very good. Way to go, Alex. Uh, all right, so nailed it. We nailed the bet. Uh, failed it. I'm disappointed at myself. I failed to take video or pictures of the rambunctious, loud Raider fans that we had sitting next to us. So after Garoppolo does yet another boneheaded play for the Raiders, this guy, who, by the way, the smell was in the air, if you know yes, what I'm saying. He was, he was not feeling any pain. These guys were, this guy was so funny. This guy grabs a garbage can from the deli, wheels it into the sports book, and he's, he's had a few, and he's like, see this? This is Jimmy Garoppolo right here, garbage can. <laughs> Danny and I almost fell out of the booth. He's like, this is it, right here. And people are walking by looking at him, and he's like, this is Garoppolo, garbage can. Well, he had Devontae, op- Devontae open twice He had two Devontae touchdowns. Adams open that wide one, and Devontae came and threw the helmet. He was pissed. Well, that guy wheeled out the garbage can, and I, I didn't. I should have taken video. I think the garbage can would have hit, would have hit Devontae <laughs> yeah, on a couple of those passes. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. And these guys, by the way, they had a boom box at their booth <laughs> playing Michael Jackson songs throughout the game. So we could hear the game, but we also had wannabe starting something. These guys were drinking. It was so funny. This is Jimmy Garoppolo right here. Did your mustache grow, Ryan? It's, it's developed Some a handlebar. Some Are you Greek? Say. Because you're growing hair very quickly. Is that have, Ryan or is that Tom Selleck? Is that, it might be Tom Selleck. <laughs> now, Magnum P.I. was a TV show back in was the it? day with Tom <laughs> Selleck. Hmm. There is a new reboot, perhaps. No, I was going to say, not the, the new not guy. Not the new guy one. Uh, so I want to talk about R-rated movies because I said this is show 17, Denny. 17, this is very exciting for us, and we're old enough to see an R-rated movie. It's, it's Halloween. We want to talk about favorite scary movies. Do you have a favorite scary movie and, and why? Because I imagine you probably saw it when you were younger. I definitely saw it when I was younger. Right. I remember getting dropped off the theater by, I think, my mom and then one of our friends' mom picked us up, but it was Halloween 2 okay. because <laughs> we, I think I was about 13 or 14 years old when that one came out, and I just remember it was me and two friends. You know, okay. We're like, ah, oh, we're tough guys. You know, We're going to see this, and all three of us are jumping, grabbing each other in the theater, you know, awesome. trying to pretend like it's not scaring the crap out of us, but holy crap, Halloween I remember two. just being so That's scared. And it was the, the, the themes in that. It's in every one of them, right? Because we talked about yesterday, the Halloween theme is considered the scariest music by athletes. Some poll I saw, and Kobe Bryant used to use that as his pump-up music. That's how much of a killer I thought it was Randy movie. Johnson. Ran, yeah, you went with <laughs> Randy Johnson, the quiz. Don't worry, you can make it up today. We have another quiz for you coming up very shortly. Uh, my scariest R-rated movie, I, again, it's, I saw it as a child. It was Nightmare on Elm Street. Not a child. I mean, I was like, you know. Uh, I was probably, I think that came out uh, in like 80s. So I was like 12 or 13. But Freddy Krueger was, you know, he became kind of like comical, right? He became like a wisecracking <laughs> guy, you know. But in the first one, he had these long arms. And there was a scene where he would How run. How's that for a wager? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's that for a wager? Yeah, and he scared the, he scared the shit out of me. So, uh, and Johnny Depp is in that movie, by the way. Yep, the, ver- the first one, yep. And here, here's, I'm going to drop a name, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I had uh, a friend working at CBS. They were doing a, a pilot for a show called Freddy's Nightmares. 
And what they did was they 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 found people and they would put them into the situation of their darkest nightmare. <laughs> so this one girl had a, a nightmare where she was on the ledge of a building and she had to walk out on a plank and pick up pennies. Oh my god! So it was really weird. So they needed like a house to show like it was her at home cooking because they flew her in from out of town. So they shot it at my house. But the show was hosted by Robert England. So Freddy Krueger came into my house. Now he's not in full makeup, but he's still. The great thing about Robert England is he kind of personified Freddie, even not dressed up, right? So he came in, he had a long black trench coat, and I swear, like, a gust of wind came, came up, like, when he walked in, he's like, hello, I'm Robert England. I'm like, I'm Frank. I'm like, I'm horrified of you. And then later on, just late, just casually on, like, on my couch drinking a Coke, you know? It was just, like, so weird to see Freddy Krueger in your house. Joe didn't get picked up. Please tell him he brought the, the claw hand with him. He did have the claw, and I think he used it a couple times, and it... It, 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 yeah, they did. I, the show never never aired. But I but thought she was, little did he know that you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I'm into just one hand. I don't like both hands. With the, <laughs> just one hand on there. All right, so uh, Ryan, you probably have a scary movie, and it's probably something that came out in the last 10 years that Denny and I possibly haven't seen. Well, we, so we got live comments. Oh, good. We got Wishmaster and Ginger Deadman 2. Who said that? Uh, Bob Dell and, Bob. and Paul. Okay, yeah. So I was in the Wishmaster. I believe I brought this up before. Uh, there is a still of it on the internet if we ever want. Uh, here's my entire scene. You played dead guy number three? I was pharmacy customer number two. <laughs> so I didn't have what it took to be number one. So they go, no, there's something about number two. I would like to do my entire scene from the Wishmaster right now. Hold on. Hey, buddy, are you okay? Thank you. That was right <laughs> Thank you very much. Throw roses later. And you yep. didn't get the Academy for that? I did, but I got my SAG card, and that was very exciting. And Ginger Dead Man 2. now you just two. have saggy balls. Yeah. <laughs> and Ginger, <laughs> Ginger Dead Man 2. Oh, my God. There's the Wishmaster right there. That is not me in the Wishmaster. But, and here's the funny thing. They've made, like, four of them, like, straight-to-video ones. That, was, that, movie, <laughs> that movie opened in the theater, and me and a bunch of friends went to Benihana before. I'm like, hey, we're going to go see my big-screen debut, right? So we get to Showcase Cinemas North in Pittsburgh, and we walk up, and it's opening on two theaters. It's a Friday night. It's opening on two theaters, and my friend Bob Dell, he's the one. He, I know he knows the story. <laughs> we walk up, and we hand our tickets, and Bob goes, wow, I can't believe it's playing on two screens. And the guy takes our tickets and goes, I can't believe it's playing on one. And he gave us the tickets. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm in this movie. So, yeah. But anyway, I was in that. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Ginger Dead Man 2, Passion of the Crust. I play a CD uh, like movie producers. I don't even remember, but that was a fine movie as well. So that's but my big. So I'd anyway, actually that's say a, what's, your, what's that? I'd actually say Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity is Ooh. spooky. Now that was the, where the the camera was set up in yep. the bedroom and all surveillance the surveillance cameras. Yep. I just saw Bloom. You know, Bloomhouse does all these movies. That was their first big movie, and the guy was on Shark Tank as a shark, as a guest shark. He said that movie cost like it was either fifteen thousand or fifty thousand dollars. Grossed well over $100 million. Worldwide, all the sequels have grossed nearly a billion. It's the most profitable movie of all time. What, what platform did he use? Was it like crowdsource or what? I don't... I, I mean, shit. He, we swear on this show. Uh, it's all right. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, was, it was shot for so low budget, and it is a scary movie. The first one's very scary. Uh, as scary as our pumpkins up here. Right there, those are very those, nice. Like those Final Destination movies too. Final Destination those movies are, are very scary. Those freak as well. me out. So you're going Paranormal Activity. All right, those are three good ones. I think we yep. came out. We're going to find That's out the scariest yep. movie. Um, also, you know, one of the scariest movies I ever saw was uh, was Glitter by Mariah Carey. It's Mariah Carey <laughs> trying to act, ladies and gentlemen. If you've never, if you really want to be scared tonight, Greg Vaughn, go Either home. that or Gili. Gili with Gili, Jennifer Lopez, and Ben Affleck trying to act like they have chemistry. Frightening. 
But yeah, the, oh, there's our favorite three. There's Glitter. There's Mariah. Even the poster, she's stiff. Like she, you can tell she's not going to be good in this movie. Um, it's very horrifying. You don't know how horrifying Glitter was. It's more frightening than James Harrison this past weekend pumping up the crowd. <laughs> Look at him. I don't think the Jags were very intimidated. I, I'm telling you what, I would have rather had. Could he not still suit up, Danny? Wow. Look at yes, him. he could. <laughs> and by the way, that wasn't smoke. That was steam coming out of his ass. That's how bad. That's how bad James Harrison is. They didn't have a smoke machine. He's like, I got it. Don't worry. All right, glitter is more terrifying than Carl Lewis singing the national anthem, which we spoke about Oof. the other day. Let's have a little sample of Olympic gold medalist Carl Lewis singing our nation song. Oh. <laughs> oh, say can you see and the rock <laughs> Look at Jordan. Look at Jordan. Like, oh, he goes, oh. Oh, God. He did not. <laughs> the players are laughing. <laughs> And that, that was before punked. You would think yeah. they were getting punked yeah, right there or something. Audience. Ashton Kutcher comes around. Right yeah, yeah, he's joking. He can really sing. Poor Ashton. Our poor, poor, poor Carlos, man. He'll not be remembered. When he dies, it won't be four-time Olympic gold champ or long. Uh, he did the long jump, right? Yep. Four by 100, the 100. It'll be the guy who butchered the national anthem. Uh, and lastly, not, but not least, more horrifying glitter, the movie, than me dressed as Freddie Mercury on Halloween. Ladies and gentlemen, this is me as Freddie Mercury on the right. I would explain. That's my buddy Mike Harrow on the left. I really don't what? want to explain what he's dressed as unless someone really makes me. I want to know. He was dressed as Christopher Reeve, who played Superman. Oh. And if you know what happened, Christopher Reeve. I know. Let's not even go on with that. Yeah. Anyway, so that was me as Freddie Mercury. By the way, that party uh, was at a buddy of yours. I thought Kryptonite was back. What's that? <laughs> yeah. That was, I'm going to drop a name. That was at Nick Lachey's house, okay? And uh, you know, Nick, right? Pick it up. All right. So listen to this. So Dave Grohl is there. Now, you had to dress as a famous celebrity who's, who's dead, and I dressed as uh, Freddie Mercury. And Dave Grohl's there, and him and his wife came as uh, Thelma and Louise. They just wore bonnets and new summers. <laughs> so later on in the night, the DJ's playing, and Dave Grohl, the song Mickey by Tony Basil. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. And right now I turn and there's Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters going, hey, Mickey, like singing, hey, Mickey. It was very surreal. You never expect to see Dave Grohl singing, Foo, uh, Foo Fighters singing Tony Basil's Mickey, but it was amazing. Uh, all right. So anyway, that's, uh, that's everything there about how horrifying those movies and all those clips were. Let's go to some fast takes real quick. We want to wish happy birthdays. And we have a quiz for Denny on this one. Now, yesterday you missed the Randy Johnson question, right? But I got, what was it? The national anthem. You got flavor. The nas- flavor, 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 flavor to the national anthem in Milwaukee. All right, so fast takes. We want to do happy birthday, happy fifty sixth birthday to Robert Matthew Van Winkle, but he's better known as something else. Do you know who that is? I would say that would be Vanilla Ice. It is Vanilla Ice. We have a winner. There he is, <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Uh, uh, sadly, now works uh, for construction companies because he's wearing that vest now. Um, yeah, he's Vanilla Ice rapper turned TV home renovation expert. Uh, Vanilla Ice. And what is his connection to sports, you ask? Well, he was a motocross champ. Remember, that was a big deal. He was like, yep. oh, I rode motocross. And uh, he was at, so he's a huge 80s uh, icon. Well, a mid-80s icon. And also, here's the sports connection. This past weekend, the SEC Network hired him. This is another quiz for you. Ice was at the Florida-Georgia game. Big game. Big college football game down south. And he did this bit with one of the hosts. And 
uh, they played the fun police and they went out and wrote tickets to people who didn't have Georgia colors or Florida colors. Like it was like a party foul thing. So he was hanging with a former, uh, how did I word this? He's for, uh, with a former, former uh, NCAA great. Okay, here are your multiple choices. When he was doing this bit, was he hanging with A, Herschel Walker, B, Emmett Smith, or C, Tim Tebow? Vanilla Ice and walking around handing out tickets. I'm going to go with Emmett Smith. All right, let's roll. The, let's see the picture. It was Tim Tebow. Oh. It was. I know you wouldn't think Tebow no. would do this. So they went around. They went around and they handed out tickets. Florida. What's that? Florida. Yep. He's a Florida. Gator. Yep. But yeah, the Georgia guys. Yeah. But the other, yeah. Guy, the yeah. other guys are yeah. Florida. No, but, but wait, no. Yeah. Emmett's Florida. Yeah. No, it's Florida and Hershel's Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Hershel's yeah, Georgia. No, I so I did. I kind of tricked him. Florida, Georgia. Yeah. There you go. Now I know you went to the U. Is that right, Greg Vaughn? We're going to talk about that in a second. We're also going to talk about the not U. kneeling on a football. But anyway, uh, um, yeah. So uh, so I, I have two jokes for Vanilla Ice. Yeah, he wrote like six tickets that day, which is five more that were sold in the opening weekend for his movie Cool as Ice. It was a bomb. It was a bomb. More than the Wishmaster, probably. Second joke. Oh, on his he he's a, he hosts a renovation show, and on the renovation show when he swings a hammer, he's only allowed one hit. <laughs> one hit. Thank you, Matt. Never. Very Matt nice. Never, never hold in laughter back there. And <laughs> there's plexiglass there. Don't let it out, man. Greg Vaughn's laughing his ass off. <laughs> he's a he only had one hit. Well, if you want to cut the ninja song from Ninja Turtles, yeah, ninja, I don't go, yeah, that's not a hit. Uh, a couple quick birthdays before we bring Greg Vaughn in here. John Candy, one of my all-time favorites, would have been 73 today. Sadly, he passed away. I believe it was on my birthday. I remember coming out of the movies and hearing that. What's his sports connection? We'll roll the footage. We know that he's probably one of the best racquetball players forever uh, and ever. This is him in Splash with Tom Hanks playing racquetball. And didn't he coach the Jamaican bobsled team? He coached the Jamaican bobsled <laughs> team. Another sports there. He's winded. He has a cigarette while he's playing racquetball. <laughs> and then at the end of that scene, he's holding a beer. He's like, this will be my handicap. That's a little more John Candy. There's Spaceballs, great movie. Great class. Stands up with the seatbelt on. My favorite is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. We have a clip. Planes, Trains. How the hell are you? There he is. Del Griffith. <laughs> Del Griffith. Nice. The shower curtain ring guy. Shower curtain rings. How can you not cry at the end of that movie? When they come walking down. I'm getting chills just thinking about yep. it. And you hear every time we That's go. That's definitely one of those movies. If, ah. you, if, if you start watching it, you catch it on the TV, you got to finish you gotta it. you got to watch it. You got. He was also in Brewster's Millions, which was a baseball movie. Richard another, Pryor was a pitcher and he was his catcher. And by the way, they both did not look like baseball players. We'll Come on, he was a natural. Yeah. <laughs> also, happy birthday, Nick Saban. Nick Saban turned 72, uh, head coach of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, the South Point has the line this week. They are playing LSU, his former school, where he won a national championship. South Point has it at minus three, and the over-under is 59 and a half. Tide's on a roll right now, though. They are on a roll. So, I don't know, it's at home. He, he always gets them going right at the right, right? time of year. He, he had that loss early in the year, but right when it comes into... Dude, you know, I've, I finally went to a big-time game last no. year. I went to the Alabama-LSU game last year. I think it was double overtime at LSU. Oh, that LSU God. pulled it off. One of the most incredible sports yeah, teams I've ever been to. And the SEC is different. Oh, it SEC's is a whole different, different animal. It's, There's it's, like 300,000 people tailgating outside the stadium. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I go to a pit game at, like, Heinz Field, and it's like, the stadium, <laughs> they, they don't even know the game starts. You know, it's like... These guys up. going down there. Yeah, you guys going down to see a pick game? Uh, like some days, like they'll pick someone out of the parking lot to kick off. It's kind of a nice tradition. They're like, we need a kicker. Our guy didn't show up. Uh, and also, uh, you know, the one, the one Alabama player that he didn't get was Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher went to the University of Louisiana Cougars. We remember him from the Waterboy. And the reason how did he I, let that one how go? How did he away? let him go? How did he slip out of Nick Saban's hands? <laughs> the reason I bring that up is because Rob Schneider turns 59 today who was obviously in the water boy. The Adam you Sandler can movie. do it. You can do it. Exactly. He was also in Benchwarmers. And Rob Schneider, this is an ad I'm addressing you, Rob. 
We were friends a long time, but we're still friends. Rob, I used to go up and hang out with him at SNL. We'd work together in Pittsburgh. He's coming to town in Vegas. Rob, we want you on this show. Michael Lubinati, send him this clip. Rob, we need you to come in and talk San Francisco sports. Your Niners just traded for Chase Young. And the Giants, well, they didn't have a great year, but we can talk sports. So, Rob, get in here. And we have a montage of him saying, you can do it, because here we go. That's the original, right? There's Bobby. That's the water boy. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it That's the longest yard, right? (laughs) Rob Schneider, 59. I can't believe it. I met him when I was a kid. So, uh, and his daughter is the famous singer. Oh God, who's his daughter? She sings X's and O's. Um, X's and O's. You want me? I held her as a baby. The first baby. The first baby I've ever held was her. I can't think of her. Oh no, I can't. Live comment. Someone come up with L King. What is it? L King. Yes. Yes. That's his daughter. So he was working the funny bone in Pittsburgh, and he goes, this is my daughter. And I don't think I'd ever held a baby. I was like 19, and I held it. And I was like, later on, she becomes famous. So I'm like, wait, I held her as a baby. So Her name is Tanner L. Snyder. Yeah, Schneider. Schneider. Yeah, uh, that's Schneider. unbelievable. So happy birthday, Rob, 59. Get in here. We want you on the show. All right, you know who else we want on the show? Let's just bring him in. Uh, we're going to roll some clips of him. Greg, this is Greg Vaughn. Greg Vaughn, who's a friend of Denny Nagels. This guy hit 50 home runs in 98, played for the Padres, the Reds. We're going to bring him in. So, Greg, come on in. We have, look at this. Greg, we're showing footage of you hitting two bangers right there off of David Wells. David World Wells. Series, game you, one, 1998. Oh, oh, he's coming over. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. This is awesome. Look, he took Wells deep. Look at Bruce Bochy. Yeah. His first World Series, but not his last. And there he is. Uh, going oppo off of Wells. Look at that raw power. Raw power, baby. Do you remember what he threw you there? Yeah, that was about the nine-pitch at bat. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like fastball down and away. And this one back-to-back with Tony Gwynn. You just that one. You just, yeah, they crushed that one. Don't try to come in on him. (laughs) (laughs) Which we'll get to because then you know something about that, I found out. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Vaughn is here. We can come and see. There's Greg in the studio live wearing a Muhammad Ali shirt. That shirt's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Robinson Shoes. Muhammad Ali. Oh, my God. What are you wearing today, Denny? I got, like, Target on. <laughs> I'm wearing my orange. This is a Old Navy $5 orange shirt that I saved for Denny's appearances. And it's Halloween. So, uh, Greg, thank you for being here, man. You and Denny played together in Cincinnati, and you guys have stayed friends. This is awesome. Denny comes out in Vegas, and he says, look, I can get Greg Vaughn on the show. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, please do. So, uh, thank you for being here, man. Hey, thank you for having me. Like, yeah. Shoot, I mean, I live about 10 minutes away from here, and when he said, can I come on the show? Without a doubt. Awesome. I mean, this is my guy, man. All Here. right. I love it. And by the way, I want to thank Greg Vaughn also for laughing at the jokes. Matt and Ann and Ryan holding crap back back there. Greg's laughing, having a good old time. I've got a hot mic, man. It's got, anyway, I heard him. I heard him laughing. So uh, are you? we watched the – Denny and I watched the World Series. It was great. We were at the South Point Casino. That's where we do the show live. South Point Casino right here in Las Vegas. We had Monday Night Football on one screen, We had uh, and we had the World Series on one screen. So we watched the game. And I was rooting for Texas. Last night, if you watched the tweet, I said, take Texas. And take Detroit. So, Alex White, you're not the only person who gave out winners last night. Uh, what are you? What are you watching the series? Are you who you're rooting for? Well, yeah, you know, without a doubt, you know, Dusty's like family, you know, and I don't like yeah. the Astros. And Dusty's gone I know. now. That was the only silver lining. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was Dusty yeah, needed that? Yeah, Dusty. I mean, um, he went out on his terms. Yeah. Which you know, like I said, we're from the same hometown. He's meant the oh. world to me. 
You know, he's, that's right. He's like family. You know, so what's your hometown? What is Sacramento? That? Oh, Sacto. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go Kings. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, go Kings. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, took I mean, the Lakers. Did yeah, they beat the Lakers the other night? Yes, they sir. Did. Yes, yeah, they sir. did. Yes, sir. <laughs> you yes, know, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm a diehard Kings fan. Okay. You know? But uh, Boach, man, he, he. I mean, he's the best manager I ever had. Right. I mean, I mean you know what I mean. And that's no disrespect to all the other managers I had, but there's just something about his calmness, man. That that you know the guys rally behind. You know, he's sort of like. You know, a little bit mellow version of Campbell, you know, with Detroit. You know how the guys want to go out there and play for him? Oh, Dan Campbell, yeah, yeah, yeah they love playing for yeah, him. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Boach. I mean, you know, this it's not a lot of BS. It's just, hey, go out there, play the game the way it's supposed to be played, and we don't have to worry about all the other BS. You know what That's I mean? But he has, unlike Dan Campbell, though, he has never threatened to chew people's knees off, I think. Because <laughs> Boach is always like quiet. He's almost emotionless during games, right? They always cut to him. They always want to see that he's just... Or eating dinosaur eggs. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like Dan <laughs> yeah. Campbell. But yeah, I mean, and the Padres let him go, and he goes to the Giants, wins three rings, and now Texas gets him. Uh, Texas just looks like the team. I think the, the, the worst thing about last night's victory for the Rangers was Garcia... Uh, and Denny right away saw it, right? Right after he hit that ball to deep center. And you said, what was it, Denny? Yeah, I think it was the lower ribcage muscle. Like I, I, I pulled that. Yeah, the oblique, man. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's not that, man, because as you know, dude, I'm sure you probably have had that injury once or twice over the time, too. Oh, yeah, I played in Milwaukee. It was cold outside, you know what I mean? <laughs> opening, opening day was like, you know, it was, they had on shorts. 42 yeah, degrees. 42 degrees with wind chill at 21. I pulled a ribcage muscle in BP. It took me. An hour to get from the cage to the training. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, but but I'm gonna go on the limb and say that he probably played that night. Uh, no, I tried to. I tried to convince well, but him. But you missed like what? Two games? Three games? Yeah, yep, three, probably four. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this, this guy's a gamer. They had a, they had, before they had the roof in Milwaukee, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I had no roof. I had a wetsuit, half a wetsuit <laughs> for like the first two months of the season. Last two months, half a wetsuit. Are you serious? <laughs> oh yeah. Now, isn't are you supposed to keep warmer in a wetsuit? Isn't there something you're supposed to do? You're supposed to. You're supposed to pee in it, I believe, right? To keep yourself warmer. I don't know if that's something. Uh, uh, no, Greg I, just did that for fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they said it worked for blisters. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> it's supposed to be for blisters. Um, yeah, uh, the, the Milwaukee. I was the coldest two games I've ever been to was a Packer game and a Buffalo Bills game, and and, and they weren't. It was like in September. It was, I don't know if you've ever been to Buffalo. No. For a game, have you ever been to Buffalo? Yep. It's the coldest city. There's a different coldness. I'm sorry, Ryan has a different mustache on all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you now, sir? <laughs> Whoever you want me to be. Okay. No hable <laughs> inglés. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so, <laughs> so Texas is up two to one. And tonight we have a game, another game in Arizona. I always root for the National League, right? I've always, I'm a pirate. I was born and raised in Pittsburgh. So I'm a Pirates fan. I'll be at the Willie Stargell on Friday. No way. Yes, sir. Wilver Darnell Stargell. I, the only report I ever got an A was writing about Willie Stargell in school. <laughs> and I still have it. My mom found it when she was moving. I'm like, oh, I need that. That's proof that I once got a good grade. <laughs> Willie Stargell pops, man. The, the bat, when I played wiffle ball, the, the, you know, the swing. Uh, yeah, he was I, the, I would go in the cage and he had a little knife. He said, hey, man, don't make me have to catch you. Don't, 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 don't do this to my Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> and he put that little knife back, you know. No but I was with Dave Parker, you know. Uh, uh, I don't know how he's not in Cobra. I was with the Cobra. Yeah, the, how is about he not three, in all three of weeks him. ago? Yeah, how is he? And, you know, he, he's doing okay. He has Parkinson, yeah. but I mean, yeah. that's another one of the guys that had a big influence on my life. So me and Gary Sheffield went back there. Oh to, man, to, to see him. But I mean, 
I mean, he's the baddest man on the planet for about 15 years. And I, I know, know what you're, oh. you were about to say, I don't know how. How, yeah. do how is he not in the Hall of Fame? He is not in the Hall of Fame. You know, obviously he had some off-field issues with, you know, the drugs and stuff. And, but Who cares? I saw, I, he was the most dominant player, like in 77, 78, 79. About 15 years. He was yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean he, he Offensively, a, defensively. I mean, yes. they him. <laughs> I mean, you ever see some of his throws from right field, too? I, yeah, I you're was right. there. I mean, offensively, I was, defensively. I was there for a couple. Now, of course, the most famous one is at the All-Star Game in Seattle in mm-hmm. 79. And this is what always pissed me off about this. He makes the throw, hit by Greg Craig Nettles, Brian Downing, rounding third, and the throw comes, I mean, on a line. And the first thing, Joe Garagiola goes, what a block of the plate by Gary Carter. Because <laughs> Garagiola was a catcher in the majors. I'm going... Uh, he doesn't make that block unless Dave Parker doesn't throw a laser from <laughs> 350 feet. He was. I mean, and the fact, I mean, he's he's got the numbers. He's got the rings. Dave Parker needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He has thing. the MVPs. He had gold yes. gloves. Everything. Gold gloves. Yep. And Silver the best. Sluggers, he had, and like I said, I'll it, never, it, it, it's atrocious. Please, go ahead. Like, yeah. So do you talk to Dave. You, you build oh, yeah, a friendship yeah, yeah. with him? Oh, oh yeah. He, I mean, he's a great friend of mine. Wow. And, you know what I mean? Pops, I, you know, we called him Pops because that's what he was to me and Gary. We used to pay the... The, the dirtiest jokes on him, man, every single day. But he was the best. I watched him win the batting title at 38. Yeah. I was just saying, you guys are teammates in Milwaukee. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah and there's any, any of the dirty jokes or dirty pranks you can tell us? <laughs> um, if he hasn't, if he's been PG, man, because I never heard him PG in my life. <laughs> I've never heard him PG. We have but, a three second delay on the show when Denny's here. We do. Yeah. And, and Parker, man, I mean, I had a poster. I had the, the Sports Illustrated posters that you get three for 15 bucks. I had Stargell and Parker. And, uh, I mean, this is what a badass Parker was, too. He'd smoke a cigarette in the dugout. There's that picture of Parker with a cigarette in the dugout. But he was, the ni- by the way, the nicest guy. I got mm-hmm. his autograph when I was a kid. He's the best. And yes. he's so tall. He's like 6'5", but yeah. he's built like a – Remember oh. when he wore the face mask? When he broke – he had broke his cheek. He wore half a football mask. Ryan, if you can find a picture of that before the sh- – Dave Parker had broke or fractured a cheek. So instead of sitting out, they, they took a football helmet and cut off half the face mask, and he wore that. That would be a horrifying – Killer in a Halloween movie right there. Dave Parker, man. Like I said, I mean, I seen him towards the end of his career. Yeah. It, it was unbelievable. Yeah, he was unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. That, that, look, look at that mask. That's Jason. That's right. I forgot about that. And that's Three Rivers. I know that green wall. And those he, he looks, she looks like the Cleveland tight end. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. My God. So when you played baseball, I mean, we saw you hitting homers off of David Wells. Who are some of the toughest pitchers you face? Now, we know you face Denny. So if you want to start with your Denny at-bats, <laughs> Denny was – he talked about what he – Denny, if you want to start, go ahead. Well, you know, so, what, cutter, cutter, cutter. Cutter, cutter. Yeah. And then the, the funniest one for me is when we, were, when we became teammates with the Reds. You go, you go, dude, I know you did that crap on purpose. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, you throw that one up and in on me and try to drill me like that. And you, but you yell heads up just to make yeah, it look yeah, like yeah, you weren't yeah, trying yeah, to do yeah. it. Yeah, he, he throw it and he goes – Watch out! I'm like, my bad. he's like, my bad, dude. I know. I already know what he's doing. He's doing this so he can go right back out there to get me right. out of the way. Right, down and away. You know what I mean? And, you know, rest in peace, Tony Gwynn, but Danny yeah. Nagel's one of the – Tony Gwynn didn't have Denny's number. He's the only one that didn't Is have that his right? number. Is that right? Did you know that? Yeah. No, I did not. When to- so when Tony, um, Cal, and Wade Boggs were all going for the 3,000 hits, the Sports Illustrated came out with this huge article, and, you know, it was like 15 pages <laughs> And then at one point, they all had to list their toughest three and <laughs> not their easiest three, but the, mo- the ones the they had the most success. success. Right. Yeah, you know, hitters lo- never love saying that. Yeah, right. But Gwynn listed Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson, and me. Come on. I mean, yeah, because he was like three for 35 of me. I don't know about Randy Johnson. I think you got to pull that up because I, <laughs> I played with him. And 
Well, hey, man, man, I, he, he, he wasn't was, Randy on his list, but no, I, no, he wasn't Randy because he goes, "Hey, man, I can't wait to face him." He's Tony you, Gwynn you, for Halloween. You, 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 you can't wait to face him. <laughs> yeah, he's the only person who's ever said not that. too many guys say but, that. But you yeah. know, that was his approach with everyone. Yeah, I mean, he did. What I respect about Tony, he did not bail from the tough pitch. He wanted to face the best of the best. Unbelievable. You know, I, I play with a lot of guys. Uh, what's today? Thursday. Randy's pitching today. Uh, you know. It, the next couple of days, oh my back's sore. No, my back's really back sore. You know, you know. So, but I, you know, a testament to Tony. Like I said, I didn't see him. He didn't bail on pitchers. He he loved it. and then what he did to like Maddox Lavin and Smoltz is unbelievable. Yeah, that, that's that's a, what I was getting ready to say yeah, too. Go for it. I remember when I was with the Braves, one of the beat writers, you know, for the Atlanta Journal Constitution came up to me and they're like, you know, I was getting ready to do the story about because Gwyn just owns these three guys, the future Hall of Famers. Did you know? I'm like, yes, and you don't need to talk about it, though. And sure enough, he comes out with the article, you know, because he was like, it was like 480 off Maddox, 460 off Smoltz, and like, you know, 390 off Glavin or something and, like and that. And Bill Pedro in there, and he only struck out three times. Yeah. Th there's, yes. a, there's a crazy meme that I see <laughs> uh, I see all the time about the lack of strikeouts. Go for it, Ryan. What do you so got? Tony was 36 at-bats for Steny, batted 194. 194. <laughs> I'm a walking encyclopedia. I know this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. You called it, man. Wow. I said, that's one of the ones I will take to the grave and be but able to tell my grandkids. Who, who did you have the most problems with? Oh, man. Um, you know, Barry was definitely up there. Bonds, you know, he's definitely one of the toughest hitters I've ever faced. You know, one guy just wore me out was Dante Bichette. Dante he, yes, man. He just he had this two strike approach where he you know he spread his legs out you know way far, so he he would just swing with his arms and he would just flick that changeup. I yeah. throw him a nasty change away, flick it, flick it, until I finally made a mistake and then he crushed the you know, mistake I Mr. made. Mr. D, he was special. <laughs> yeah. I played with him too. He was special. Yeah, he uh, in, in uh, where'd you play with him in Colorado? No, or in uh, Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, okay, yeah. And his kid now is is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Mr. D, he can hit though. I'm telling you, he. He went from three home runs in County Stadium next yeah. year to like 45. You know what I mean? It's, As you see, he kept getting better and better. Kept, he wow. really improved I, at when it. When I think Milwaukee County Stadium and home runs, Cecil Fielder hit a home run there that you can look at. Cecil Fielder, I think— Didn't it go out of the stadium? Uh, yes, it did. I it went there. out of the stadium. There. You were there. Was oh that over God. your head? Jeez. Oh, yeah. I looked at Robin. Now, Robin now looked at me because Robin, the kid, he was—he didn't have a lot of emotion. He, he looked at me. He put his glove in his mouth. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I don't know who the pitcher was. Do you remember who he hit it off of? You can pull that. Cecil I, don't know if, I don't know if it was Plezak. I'm not sure. I, Damn, it, it might have been Plezak. It's the there's a picture of Dante Bichette. Uh, we just had it up there. It's the it's the hardest hit home run that I've ever seen. And I watch the I see the video all the time. He just cry, it goes out of the stadium. There's no one even in the stands. I don't think if I remember correctly. No, we had but, Bonds Valley. There was I had a few people out there. You know, Bonds Valley. <laughs> oh, there's regular fans, man. That's yep. awesome. So what do you do now that you're retired from baseball? What do you do here in Vegas? What do you do for fun? Do you like to come down and bet on sports and watch sports? You know, I, I don't. You know, I, I bet on events, though, like who might win the Masters. Okay. You know, my Kings. Bang, bang, Niner Fantasy, games, fantasy bang, football. Bang, bang, Niner game. <laughs> fantasy, I'm getting Fantasy kids, football. Yeah. We, we make trades that <laughs> somehow don't work out. Are you myself. in this league with him? I'm in two leagues with him. Oh, oh yeah. God. How many leagues are you in? Five. You're in five <laughs> leagues? We're watching, by the way, we're watching the game last night, and uh, Jamar Gibbs, or is it Jamar Gibbs? Yep. Jamar. Yeah, he's. He, I thought we're rooting for him to score because we have Detroit, and then he's like, ah, oh, damn. And then he's like, I'm like, what are you playing against Nate, a Avery? He was playing against yeah. Steve Avery. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I yeah. traded him Gibbs. <laughs> I traded him Gibbs, Gibbs you for, bastard. Uh, for Aaron Jones, man. I got, oh. uh, dude, I, I, that's I don't know. Yeah. That's a bad trade. Aaron, they were just talking about how Aaron Jones hasn't touched the ball for the Packers in the red zone or something. He, I, has he even scored? Uh, no, he hasn't played. No. He hasn't <laughs> played. Right, exactly. I think he scored the first week. He blew, and he tore his hamstring. Yeah, oh that's, right. that's right. 
And Steve Avery, again, there, I have flashbacks of 92 again, so 91 oh, and 92. Yeah. I'm a Pirates fan Pirates of the Braves. Fan. I can't Braves. do it. So you like to bet on the Masters, so you do you do bet on sports. You're a big yeah, fantasy King, guy. Kings, you know, Kings. I'm a big you love time. your Kings, man. I, I love my Niners. You know, I was going to say, he was happy just, about Chase yeah, Young. Chase Young? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's a damn good trade they made, man. Uh, uh, yeah, they they gave him a third-round pick. We're not scared. You know, I, I, I do another part. I do a podcast. We don't talk about baseball. We talk about a little bit of it, but it's all football. Oh, no, I sure. love okay. football. All right. I love football. And the Niners are your team. Oh, yeah. Now, they, they struggled. They've lost two or three in a we row, don't panic. right? We don't, we, we, you know, we have that good stuff in the Bay Area. We, you yeah. just stay even. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't get too high. Maybe, but not too low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, do you, did you open up your own business here, too? Yeah, I have Restore Hype and Wellness Centers. Oh, wow. I have 23 wines, my own wine label. Wait a second. I, what? You have a wine? Yeah, 23 and wines. And you brought a sample for all of us to try. No, I didn't know it was that type of show. <laughs> I, only, I, I only live. I only live. About 15 nah, yeah, minutes away. Well, well, uh, what's the name of the wine? Oh, wait. We have a clip. What is this? Oh, yeah. there's you with the wine. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? 23 Wines. 23 Wines. There you go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does Jordan not, not want a patent on the number 23? This is good. <laughs> no, that's, we're not going to bring that don't up. Don't let yeah. him know. Yeah, we don't want Michael to know. But, oh, 23. Oh, we'll have to try some of it. What's your favorite of the wines? You, you can meet Jordan ask him if he could patent it on <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. What's your favorite wine? What's the best one you guys make? Uh I think my cab. I have a Russian River cab. I source grapes all over, but Russian River cab. I love my Pinot. It's special. Yeah. All the, and all the labels mean something. You know what I mean? So that, Look, there's you in the... Is that your vineyard right there? Well, that's me in the vineyard. Harvest is my favorite time. No, wait. What, where is that where's located? Where's the vineyard Lodi. Oh, e Lodi, California. Northern E2 California. family. That's the owners of the vineyard. You know, I just have a partnership with them. But it's... Nice. Know, my own brand. I, now, I love it. Uh, Denny, you don't have a product. You need like a... Uh, what would you have if Denny Nagel were to have oh, his own line of something? Man, He's got like some sort brand. of sex toys or something? Or... <laughs> Why don't you just bring your locker room stuff from that? <laughs> <laughs> the stuff well, you wore pregame. The stuff you wore pregame. Well, your number was fit. We called the Denny Nagel 15 and use your imagination on the sex toys right there. There we go. There you go. Two hands. <laughs> How did we? <laughs> the show, it's Halloween. We're allowed to scare viewers. We're allowed to do that. We're allowed to do whatever We're we scaring want. away 500. What's that again? <laughs> we're scaring away 500. Well, oh, oh, we well, just well, hit 500. Well, did we hit 500? We're still at 499. Okay. So that's oh. yeah, Okay. Uh, you, it could be, you could be you. Mm. Uh, all right, we're still at 499 subscribers. We're looking for the 500th. And right. if you're the 500th, you, you get, get some wine. Five minutes. You get some wine. There you go. Oh my there God. You, you get some wine. You get some wine, and you get uh, you get to be on this show for five minutes. That's what we've decided. So we're <laughs> waiting for that last click. Any live comments for Greg or Denny right now before we move on to something else? Um. No. Okay. Where's all your mustaches, smartass? All right. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> So, Greg, you, uh, we, were talk we were talking about hitting 50 home runs. That's amazing. You did it in 98. You finished fourth in the major leagues. Do you know who the four guys were ahead of you? Or the three? Three guys. Sorry, three guys. You were fourth, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was Barry Jr. and, and no, McGuire, Sosa, and Jr. And there you go, right there. Danny got it, too. He, we, because we, Barry, Barry gave me a hard time. I was like, hey, listen, I hit 50 before you did, dog. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. You're very, you know, your friends. And he was popping off. I said, hey. I hit 50 first, man. <laughs> I love that. So who, who were pitchers that gave you problems? Uh, all of them. You know, it just depends <laughs> depend on the day. I, I, like I said, well, believe, believe it or not, Dave Stewart, I probably had, the most, I had the most success off him. Oh, okay. Yeah, to this day, he'd be like. That's a pretty good one on yeah, your list. Yeah. yeah, Dave Stewart. I hit the A's and the Giants. Good. But he'd say, hey, man, how come yeah, you keep hitting me so good? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It's, uh, you know, I. It was just something about, you know, going to University of Miami and he played University of Texas. Uh, I didn't – Roger Clemens, man, I just tried to do too much against him. You played him in college? He was – yeah, I tried – I just – so, yeah, I just 
and didn't sit well. And then he tried to be a bully, and I'm not. You can't bully me. So you you casually mentioned the University of Miami, and of course, I imagine you follow their sports very closely. Are you talking about the one we should have nailed down? I have to talk about it. Mario Cristobal, the head coach, they have the game one against Georgia Tech. All he has to do is kneel. Runs a play, fumbles oh, a ball. Right. Yeah, fumbles a ball. Georgia Tech gets it, ends up with a last-second touchdown. People are calling for his head. I mean, were you watching that game live by chance? I, yeah, I almost destroyed. <laughs> Thank God I had all the, the pocket doors open. Whatever I threw went straight outside. And, and then he'll tell you, I can't throw. I, you know? <laughs> but for that, you threw. <laughs> but it went straight outside. Yeah, it, I, I don't get it. And then... Uh, you know, like I'm old school. Even okay. though you know the, the kid felt bad enough, yeah. Don't say hold on to the ball. Yeah, you know, I don't know. don't say hold on to the ball. He shouldn't been putting that, that. You know, as a good coach, we're supposed to put people in positions and situations to yeah. have success. Just tell your quarterback to drop a knee, and then we win. We lose the next game too. Yeah, <sighs> I th I just I think I remember. I think we were talking about betting against him the next game because you know they're just devastated. They're just walking around like zombies. At that zombies at Halloween. Uh, but Crystal Ball, I mean. Do you still want him to coach there, or do you want to get rid of him? No, you know what? I believe everybody has a little bit of a grace period, but yeah. I mean, but that's that was just some. I mean, he has to own it and just say he was yes. a moron that play. Hey, when I stunk, I just told you, hey, I stunk. Right, I stink. You know, I left a small <laughs> subdivision on base. I, but small for him, <laughs> but, but, but you know what? And I just, I just, I just think if you own it, you, you know, and people can live with it. But when you Divert the blame yeah. and start putting it on your players. Yeah, that, that, that's not cool. Yeah, he did it after this. You know, the second day, he blamed on the kid for. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. You're the coach, man. Yeah, yeah so you, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> but who was that guy that yelled? At? Oh God, who uh, was that Riley, college coach? Who was that? Mike. Now it was a different mustache. <laughs> the, I know he's got a different mustache on. Mike who? Gundy. Mike Gundy. Thank you. Yes. I'm mad never with the is that, yeah. is, that, is that Oklahoma State? Yeah, Oklahoma yes. State. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> when the press was ripping on his kid, come talk to me. I'm a man. I'm 40. He looked like he was 60, by the way. Oh, yeah, with the, the haircut? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I have a question, Bonnie. Yeah, please. <clears throat> because, because you are old school, I play with you. I know what type of competitor you are. And like I was kind of joking with you earlier, but I'm not, too. Because I know you had to drag this guy out of games. Yeah. You know, he wanted to be in there every day, you know, because he wanted to do something, that, whatever he could to help the team. So my question is, with this little controversy going on with Deshaun Watson, how supposedly he's been mm -hmm. medically cleared to play, and now there's this thing between Ryan Clark and Brady Quinn. You've been going back and forth on it. Too. I don't know if you saw that little Twitter feud and stuff, whatever. What's your feeling on that, though? If, you know, knowing the information that we have, if supposedly he is medically cleared and he's still not playing, you think his teammates are having a hard time with that? I think his teammates are having a real hard time with that because, it, you know, it goes back, you know, in a, in a different facet to the Russell Wilson thing. I mean, when you're the quarterback, I mean, you guys want, you guys get the big back. You get all the notoriety. You get yeah. everything. You get the girls. You get every. You get the singers. You get everybody. You know what I mean. You get. You get everything. You. You. So you. I mean, you got to be able to take the blame. You know, that's what. That's one thing about the great ones. You know, they. they I have to play better, but he has to play. I. I, yeah. I don't get it. You know. So I think they might have lost a little bit of the locker room. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but but I'm not. Like, but once again, I'm not there. Yeah. So, right. But, but but I know, you know, some of our guys. He'll tell you, I would go up to our pitchers and say, hey, man, I need you to hit this guy because this guy, I, I mean, I got hit a couple times. Right. And the ball, I thought, went through me. I would look on the other side. Jeez. And <laughs> he, would hit, he would hit somebody that they don't care about. That, yeah. then, then me and him had a problem. Yeah, right. You, you, you got to hit one of their stars. Yeah, he you, hit me. Yeah, yeah, but you have the quarterback. I mean, I mean, you're the leader. Everyone's looking at you to, you know, to keep everybody even killed, you know. 
But I, I like the kid they're playing now. I think the team's rallying around him. PJ Walker's playing well, and yeah. I think they want to play for that. It's like in Chicago a little with with uh, with Fields. I mean, they like this this the arm wrestlers kid. Taylor <laughs> Chicago also cut PJ Walker to keep Badgett. Oh wow! Earlier this year, yeah, oh, wow. by them. I like yeah. I like PJ. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked him. I liked him last year. Yeah. I mean, he, he gives you a chance. You know what I mean? Yep. He's he's not gonna lose you in their defense. You, I mean, he won in the XFL. Yeah, yeah, but you know, yeah. Deshaun. I mean, he got two hundred thirty guaranteed. I mean. <laughs> He says, I don't care what anybody says right now. <laughs> oh my God. You know, and, and you know, look, I don't, I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm a Steelers fan. I don't mind seeing this because the day they signed him to that guaranteed contract, <laughs> all our Steelers fans are like, that is the Browns being the Browns, man. Given him and the situation he was in, allegedly or whatever, but 230 million guaranteed. You've just, you've just put your franchise that you're just handcuffed him, right? Yeah. I mean, like Purdy in San Francisco is a perfect example. He's on a rookie contract. That's why they can go out and pay, pay guys, get McCaffrey, get Chase Young. And now in Cleveland, I mean, they have this great defense, but, you know. But, but Deshaun, like I said, I thought, you know, having a whole camp. Yeah. It, That's what it, the, yeah. But when they say you can play, you say, I don't feel right. Shit, if I ever felt right, don't put me in, coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever felt right, don't put me in. Right. Everyone, you always got a nagging injury, right? Yeah, yeah something. Exactly. Yeah, some, something has to hurt, or I wouldn't know what to do. Now, do you think the Niners can win the Super Bowl? This is your team. And how do you think the Kings are going to do it? Is it light the beam? They like the oh, we like to be, yeah, it's, yeah. You should check it out. It's pretty sick. Yeah, well, <laughs> look, I like that. That playoff run they had last year was amazing. And I mean, the last time I remember the Kings, when I think Kings, I think Ronnie, not Ronnie Cycli, Ronnie Cycli. <laughs> my God, a lot of you know, like stuff like that. See Webb and those guys. See Webb oh, years were man. great. Those and and, and I remember this to this day because I have four on the floor ever since they came to Sacramento. Yeah, I never got to see a playoff game. I never, uh, you know, because uh, we were playing. So we were in Cincinnati and. I'm watching the playoffs, you know, and, you know, the Lakers get 42 foul shots and we get three. <laughs> Still better. Yeah, 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 I'm a little better. <laughs> I don't blame you. You know, yeah. but, but, but then last year, you know, up three donut against the Warriors. And, but that's what, you know, Draymond, man, you got, I mean, you got to have a beast. I mean, like I said, you have, see what you just talked about with Deshaun. Yeah. Total opposite of what Draymond right. is. Right. He's, they love him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that's, you got to have some dogs on your team. You, to, you know, you know, and. I think you see that with Russell. You know, I think he's trying to come back, you know, and get make it a little bit better. But, I mean, you got to be a team, man. And, you know, and yeah. I understand we're all paying to to take care of our families. And, sure. And, you know, but at the same time, you need some help, too. You yeah. know what I mean? And you have to have some respect of your players. If you don't have respect from your teammates and your peers, it's... Right, like how important is chemistry for a team, right? Oh. I mean, most, if you look at our team, man, we were a bunch of old, broke-down guys, but we had big hearts. Now, which team are you talking about specifically? The almost, every, almost everyone, but yeah. Okay. But the 99 Reds? I know this for a fact, and I was going to tell you this story, and I, I want to hear your takes on this, but you, you called me. I was in L.A., and you were, you were in camp with the Reds, and you said, Frankie, I, there's something about this team, the chemistry. I remember this was in spring training, you mm -hmm. telling me this. And uh, so what happened? Tell us about how that season unfolded. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when I first got there, you know, you hear all the horror stories, and me and Lark have the same agent. Barry Larkin. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so I, I played, E.D. had the same agent, so, but he wasn't there. Eric but, Davis. But, but, Eric Davis. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about Eric mm -hmm. Davis in a minute, but go ahead. But <laughs> you hear about, you know, commercial flights, peanut butter and jelly and stuff. <laughs> so I get to camp, and the first day I walk in, I'm like, oh, before I even got there, they trade. We can back up. A yeah, let's yeah, 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 yeah. I know. You're I know. We're gonna get to that too, yeah. So we want to talk about the Cincinnati Reds owner, Mark Shot. They had a longstanding policy. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, but also, too, I was a. First person ever, 50 home runs. And they said they weren't going to trade me. And they traded me like five days before camp. And so I I did everything I could. And I would have took less to stay there. Right. 
and I wasn't, my, my, my contract wasn't up. Okay. And that's, you know, the city rallied behind me and Tony, that's because Tony, he didn't get involved in too much stuff, but he, 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 he was pissed during that when they, when they traded me five days. When before. the Padres traded you. To, right. Yeah. And then I, I, the reason I found out is I, I don't think it was Halloween, but it was close to it. <laughs> it was, uh, I get a call like five in the morning and it was like, Greg, this is Marshawn, honey. I want to say congratulations. You've been traded to the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, it might have been 4.30. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I'm on the West Coast. I was like, hello? I'm sorry. And, 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 and she goes, no, congratulations. You've been traded to the Cincinnati Reds. I was like, oh, fuck, no, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Excuse me. It's a fucking nightmare. This is a nightmare. I, I heard everything about I was like, she goes, we have one problem. She says, we have no facial hair policy. Right. They, they, the Reds, since they've come in, you're not allowed to have any facial hair. So I said, I don't have a problem. You have a problem. Because <laughs> I'm not coming. Right. <laughs> I hit 50 home runs, first of all. Then I get traded. Right. And then it's Cincinnati. And then I got to shave my goatee. My kids have never seen me without a goatee. <laughs> You know, I had a porn stash for my rookie year, I think, in 88. Find the porn stash. Find the porn stash. What year is that? 88? Probably 89, too. I probably had a little bit of porn okay, stash, too. Look for Greg Vaughn, 89. Right, so. And, oh, no, no, that was a goatee. That was, that, that, we kept that. Oh, yeah, that's sharp. That's smooth looking. Yeah, and then that was, part of, that was part of my makeup. You know what yeah. I mean? So what happened? Yeah, so. So I said, I'm not coming. And they traded like five players. I was like, I don't know what oh, to well. tell you. <laughs> and then she calls me back two days later. They put it throughout the city and the fans, and they're like, it's time. You Let know what I mean? Let keep it. Wow. And then all the players, I got the spring training. Yeah. Every single player said, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Right? Yeah. We, we got to have a beard and a mustache and, you know, and, you know, that was just part of who I was. But in hindsight, I went back later on going back to the Big Red Machine, and I apologized to all the ones that I've came across because out of respect, I should have shaved it, but at the same time, I, I'm a little bit of a hippie too because I'm the, I'm a I'm a California kid. Yeah, you know right. I mean? You grew up in North, northern Northern California, so I didn't understand what my goatee. But you know, a follower of rules. Yeah, I, you know, I, I get it. That's you know? great. But I went back and apologized to them, but I don't think I would have changed it. But wow. out of no disrespect, was I trying to not not, uh, not respect the players that were there before me? You you know what I mean. And once I got there, first day of spring training, I walked in. You know, because me, I, you know, I would always stop and buy food, bring to clubhouse. Oh, you know, nice. About the team, you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. then I seen what we had for lunch, and I, I almost had a fit. What was it? What was on the spread that day? <laughs> Denny, that was your first year, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no, I guarantee you, it was probably PBJs with, like, <laughs> salad, cold-cut you sandwiches, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Jimmy Vicaro just walked in. Does Jimmy have a bulletin here? He's got right, a couple tickets. In, Jimmy. This is Vegas legend Jimmy Vicaro, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing, Jimmy? There's a Pittsburgh guy. We have all the Pittsburgh guys out here as we can. What do you yeah, Pittsburgh, baby? What do you need got? Need a mic. You need a mic. Here, take this microphone right here. Don't let me fall. I'm no, no, here. Do I, I need gotcha. to, do I need to write this down? <laughs> hot tip. Hot tip. Hot tip. Well, you know, it's a different type of betting universe than when I started in this racket in 1970. I was just a young kid, <laughs> and you used to get like one or two what you consider big plays. In today's market, there are there are people, and here's one of them. He shows up every every other week at least, but. Uh, he bets multitude tickets for ten and twenty thousand dollars. So I'll just read you what one guy just came up to hey, the Can counter. we write this down? I'll show you. This down. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I turned mine off. <laughs> I'm going straight over there right after this. 
<laughs> he bet the Buffalo Bills for twenty thousand to win twenty thousand at plus the three. Plus three. Okay. Uh, college, he took Buffalo plus fifteen and a half to win ten thousand. Okay, I have that tonight. They're fourteen. How many? What's the points for Buffalo? Fifteen and a half. 15, now I have it at fourteen and a half. I who are they playing? Well, because you're a ranked second. Yeah, who are they playing? Who are they playing? It's a, it's a, it's a, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a <laughs> conference. That's all. That's a Did you have Illinois? Did you play Illinois? I did not. Okay, plus two. The guy took plus two and a half to win ten thousand dollars. Okay, and now did you uh, play UAB? Buffalo plays Toledo. Are you sure. Did you send a, a, a guy in to bet for you? No, I. No. UAB, he took one and a half to win 10,000. No, I know you had this one. Okay. Kansas plus three. Kansas in football for 10,000. And his last bet, but you see all these college bets, Arizona plus the three for $10,000. So the only reason I stopped in, the show's really, really good. I'm listening to it in the back. And, uh, Everything you guys do has a merit to it. And the only thing that like that I pushed and Chris pushed a long time ago is like when Michael gone, you know, we'll see what happens down the line. It's like we have to be real. And everything we do is real. There's no fluff. You know, just if you get your ass kicked, you say you get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I like that. Yeah. You can respect right. that. So listen, keep up the good work, but but quickly tell you again, this is something that's relatively new in the last fifteen years. You might get one or two guys stumbling in or looking to bet this kind of money. Right. But this is the guy that plays. All right. He just spent about, well, let's see, 20, 30, about 60,000? Yeah. <laughs> right. that's, that's a Saturday night for Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell you, like, yeah, you had to we pay for cameras. the dinner bills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy said, yeah. don't try to sneak out of here later. We got cameras. So, all right. Wow, that's great. Jimmy McCarl, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's Saturday night for Greg. He goes, well, yeah, when you and I took up the, picked up the dinner bills back with the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> for the rookies, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, that handle's broke, Jimmy. Yeah, we're we're going to get that fixed. So Jimmy Vaccaro is a, is a legend. His brother, Sonny Vaccaro, has all the basketball camps. I don't know if you've seen Yeah, yeah, movie. I see, yeah. Have no. you seen the movie Air, where Matt Damon it, it, and Michael it, it, Jordan? Is he a Diddy? Was he a Diddy? A Diddy, yeah, he yeah. was, yeah. And Sonny Vaccaro, it's his brother is who Matt Damon played in the movie Air, which was about Jordan coming, yeah, to, uh, it, yeah. coming to Nike. Yeah, so, and he's a Pittsburgh legend, man. And that if you see him tomorrow, he's going to have the same thing on. White sweatshirt. He's here Blue every jeans. day? He's here every day, man. Jimmy's a legend. Ryan, did you get all those bets down for us? Because we want to put that yeah, up. Yeah, I need yes. those. I got tonight's. I did not get the weekends. I got them. I got them right all here. Right. We can always watch. You can always watch the show back. You got to share the show. You got to watch it live. Uh, yeah, the, uh, Buffalo. Kevin Bellenkoff, who's our, a regular guest on the show, he liked Buffalo tonight, too. It's a college game. I don't know who they're playing. I forget what conference. They are facing 7-1 and one Toledo. Toledo. I Toledo. Oh, look. I, I Greg Bond knows. I said, yeah, I know Toledo. Yeah. Is that Maction? That's Maction. Maction. Is this the first night of Maction? This is the MAC conference. you got to have some Maction. <laughs> what was so, Buffalo's record? Buffalo is three and six, three and yeah, five. Wow. But they're, they're getting they're, 15. They're getting, they're getting 15. Yeah, they're the underdog. Yeah. But I know Toledo, man. They're electric, man. Toledo's the, always good. Uh, Toledo, that's where, uh, eight, no, uh, who's our guy? Deontay Johnson played at Toledo, right? I what think so. Khalil Mack was Buffalo. Khalil Mack. Buffalo. Mack. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yep. Both Mack brothers. Oh, he was Buffalo. He played at Buffalo. Wow. Uh, yeah, Buffalo. But then he has the bill. This guy bet a lot of bills. He bet Buffalo, Buffalo. He just spent 60 grand in here. So we're going to we're gonna ride that guy's coattails. You know something. He knows something's is going to Is he going to be here tonight? I might come hang out I'll with him. <laughs> it could be a good night. Whoever the guy is the loudest in the sports book tonight, it's that guy or girl. We don't know. He said I guy. don't know, though, because the loudest last night was the guy with the trash can. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. The, the, this, there was some guys next to us watching Monday Night Football. They were Raider fans. And after Garoppolo's, like, fifth unforced error or blunder, he went to the deli pulled the garbage can and goes, 
This is Jimmy Garoppolo right here. You go see this? This is Garoppolo right here. So today, the Raider fans, they, you know, they, 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 they wear it hard. You yeah. know what I mean? I These know, guys were awesome. We loved every second they were great of sitting I know a lot of them, man, and yeah, they're not <laughs> They're not too happy. They're not excited about going it's in the building. It's been some rough years. You know, just going in the building, it's, I, I don't know. I, Did I, you go to, have you been to a game at the Legion Stadium? Yeah, but you know, I, especially with my 49ers in town, like New yeah. Year's Day and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm a... I'm a Knights fan, an Ace fan, yeah. Aces fan. Nice. Now I have to be an Ace fan. An Ace fan. <laughs> I mean, we're, this deal's like 99% done. They're going to take the Tropicana down, going to get rid of the Tropicana and wedge a baseball stadium in there. Is I'm that what they're talking about? Move out yeah. Here. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get him to come out here. I mean, you know, he's an empty nester now. We got sunshine. Yeah. We got, Me too. We, we got, got empty nest together. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this, <laughs> this sounds like an NBC sitcom right now. This is an odd couple version. Greg and Denny. No, Von and Nagel. You should have seen that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was ugly. You guys had some good times. I remember you called me while you were out. Somewhere. I was going to say, yeah, to finish up what we were and talking yes, about, please. dude. There's because you asked this, Frank, too, and there is something, and Greg will attest to this. There is something about when you have that good club, clubhouse chemistry yeah. like that. You know, it's just so underrated. And Greg was a big part of that, a big reason why we were able to have that because he you cha you challenged like you know Barry Larkin and some of the veteran guys there too because Barry was kind of more of a quiet leader. And so Greg challenged him to take on more of a vocal leadership role and yeah. stuff too. But Greg took on. I was a bad know, cop always, everywhere I've been. <laughs> but ask my kids. No, in a great way. Ex-wife, I'm always a bad in cop. In a great way. So Greg and Barry, you know, those guys took care of the hitters and stuff, whatever, you know, and kind of mentor the young guys like Aaron Boone and Sean Casey and yeah. Pokey Reese and stuff, whatever, Pokey you know. Reese. And then me and Pete Harnish took care of the pitchers. And, and we had, had Ave, Ave. Yep, Steve Avery and stuff too, you know. So, But it was a testament though too, like I said, because I, I think one, besides robbing out the greatest compliment that the two greatest compliments I ever received was Robin Yount saying that I could have played during his era. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? And, you know, and that's, I played for the respect of my peers. Yeah. And the year we were on that team, we weren't supposed to do anything. And we had a one game playoff. And we made it. And the next year, okay, you get Greg Vaughn here. Oh, I hit 47 that year. Right. But <laughs> no, he's not good enough to stay here either. Jesus. So, so they, they got Ken Griffey Jr., Greg Vaughn, Ken Griffey. Oh, I'm taking Jr. all day, too. Wow. I tried to keep both of us, but they took Jr. <laughs> and they finished, like, last. You know what? Pokey, Dimitri, Dimitri uh, Young, Ken, yeah. Yeah, uh, Casey, and Booney, you know, when they were asked the question, you know, on the hitter side, they were like, we miss Vaughn. Wow. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you, that first day, me and, me and Denny, I'm, I mean, we, I th we think we played the Giants, right? Okay. We played the Giants, and the first – Series, I think we, we lost three nothing. I'm like, we got swept three times. I was okay. like, okay, that that's not bad. <laughs> okay, I'm not used to that. Is bad, you know. But I, I just came from the World Series, but it's three donut already. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then we uh, we go to Atlanta, and it's like eleven one. I come off the field. Denny comes up. Excuse my language. You might want to put your earmuffs on. But we tell everybody. We tell the clubhouse guys. Get everybody the fuck out of here. <laughs> we don't even want the coaches in this son bitch. Players meeting. Yeah. We had a, I seen Ronnie O. I seen Hatch. Ronald. And, 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 and we went a senior. Wow. The other, the other three, y'all just go sit outside and keep smoking your cigars. You know <laughs> what I mean? But And we said, but, dude, this is unacceptable. Right. This is unacceptable. I mean, because they weren't used to taking BP. I'm like, it, it, it was hot out. Well, it started at the top. They just wanted to smoke cigars. It Jeez. started at the top. It, mm -hmm. They just wanted to smoke cigars. Well, because Marge <laughs> smoked cigars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So gave her a lovely yeah, voice. Yeah. She might have drank some, too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway, it was, you know, it, 
from that day on, I think it was the expectation that why do we have to have the bad day? Wow. You know, and if it's hot for us, it's hot for them. And if, you know, I, I didn't hit 50 home runs to get traded to come <laughs> lose. I just came out of the World Series. Yeah, right. You know, I, and from that day forward, yeah, I mean, like I said, Jeffrey Hammond, Michael Tucker. Yeah. We had a bunch of young guys, man, that, that bought into it. You know, Mike Cam, Mike Cameron lived with me. You know, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, anybody that came up, they live with me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, but that was the most fun I think I ever had. And I came from some good teams. And like I said, our, our San Diego team was really close. I'm close with the people, you know, in Milwaukee. Tampa was a little bit of a uh, roof. <laughs> I think that was my scary movie. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And, and, and Texas, I mean, they have some veterans like that. I mean, Corey Seager's been there. He knows how to win. And Arizona has, I guess, Longoria, right? So you need that veteran leadership to keep the kids in line, right? Well, you, well, you look at it too, you know, Bob Melvin was a great guy. I mean, he, I mean, he left San Diego with some of the best baseball players in the world to go to San Francisco. So that just tells you, you know, you have to be able to have some type of, you have to be able to play for your brother and, you know, yeah. pass the baton and, you know, the W's, don't get me wrong, because deep down inside, I said, hey, man, I got to eat too. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I need to get mine. But at the same time, if someone can move a runner over and I get a ground ball. ball. Yeah, and, and, you got to sacrifice. And, 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 yeah. You know, and I, I just think everyone just has to bind into their role. You know, and I think with analytics, there's a, a big part of it. You know, that, you know, I'd rather a guy swing, but if this guy's going to hit 190 anyway, and he's going to have two home runs anyway, why are you letting him hit away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I listen, I, I, tonight, game, uh, game four of the World, game four of the world game Series. Four. Who do you like in the World Series? Just want to get a World Series take. Are you rooting, or who do you think's going to win if maybe you're not even rooting for that team? Well, you know, Tommy Fan's local kid here, too. You know what I mean? Who did the coolest move, right? Four for four. No one had ever had five hits in a game, and he gave Jace Peterson his at-bat. He went to Laval. Oh, that's said, right. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "Take, let him take my at bat and bat in the World Series. We're up eight to one, nine to one. That's a class move. That's a team move, right there." But, but see, but Tommy was on, he was also, you know, in San Diego when they were making their run. Yeah, and, and, and you had him, and then you had the first baseman. You had guys that guys respected. Yeah. Now when everybody's the same age, and and don't get me wrong, I mean they have some great talent. Manny, you know, he's more like Barry. He is a he leaves, you know, he leaves it all on the field every day. You know what I mean? He go glove third base, yeah, thirty hundred every single day. But he's not vocal, and that's the same thing. But you know, Negs was saying about Lark. Lark was a quiet guy. He played, and he played every goddamn day. Yeah, they, and it's you know it was it was amazing. That was the first team that I never seen take a fungo. They played really? every ball live during BP every single day. Wow. and and it was a testament because I've been in left field sometimes like. Shit, I might not get a ball today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were talking about Manny Machado as you were talking about when you said Manny, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric Davis was the most dominant player in the league for about three or four. I used to go to Three Rivers, see him destroy the Pirates, take homers away from over the fence. He was my favorite player that wasn't a Pirate. Oh. He was unbelievable, Eric Davis. And you know, it's funny because we're not that far apart in age. I used yeah. to tell him and Ricky Henderson, and Ricky lived with me oh, for a little bit in, uh, no. in, in San Diego. But, <laughs> you know, I, I get it now. I, I These people come up to me and they're like, Dude, I just want to say I grew up watching you play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I thought he's older than me. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you know what I mean? I love it. You know, All right, so Texas or Arizona tonight? Denny, what do you think? I'm going with Texas again. Think Texas? 
Texas, even though I know Corbin Carroll, great kid. Oh man, mm, yeah. he's going to be around. For, he's going to yes. he's going to get a ring. But he, play, but he plays it the right way. Yes, yeah, he's great. You know, I love watching him play. The, the, matter of fact, that whole team, for the most part, yeah, they play baseball the right way. You have two. You have two organizations that you know represent they the game it. of baseball. Yep. All right. Well, I'd like to just get plugs out. Talk about your wine, your podcast, real quick, and then Denny wants to do something. We're going a little over time, but we don't care. This is like the best show ever. So, uh, <laughs> is there any where we where can we hear your football podcast? Well, that, that's Sports and Tacos. It's not mine. They, 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 okay. Sports and Tacos. Right, I guess Sports and Tacos? Yeah, Sports and Tacos. That's a great name. You, you know, and it's out of L.A. and via Denver. Okay. They're, they're big Bronco fans, so I had to hear a lot of crap yesterday. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, they got to uh, win. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But, you know, I, it's – Sports and Tacos is a great time. You know, we, we have, you know, four great people on there, and, you know, it's every Thursday, M Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. But for me, they – you know, I live in Vegas, and yeah. they want me to be up at nine o'clock for, for Sunday. <laughs> that, could be, that could be a little rough. Oh my but, god! But, no, but uh, all kidding aside, uh, you know we have a great time. But you know, twenty three wines is it came about because I did not want to have my uh, celebrity golf tournaments and comedy shows. That all represents, you know, it helps me raise revenue for Vaughn's Valley, my foundation. Okay. Which my oldest son has type one diabetes. Okay. So I was just trying to find a cure. So whatever comes back from the wine goes to oh, wow. uh, diabetes. Oh, wow. And, and Bob Hendrick, you know, with the Negro League uh, Museum for Major League Baseball, we're also trying to figure out how we can collab or a portion of wine sales to get people to buy wines goes to the Negro League Museum also. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so, you know, VaughnsValley.org, 23 Wines. I own Restore Hyper Wellness Centers. Uh, You're a busy uh, guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> little, little bit, little bit. Mixing and, a little golf. Mixing a, a lot, golf. lot of golf. And, and Danny, we just want to talk about your charity, which we mentioned yesterday, but uh, Connor Cares, which I've done so many fundraisers with you and everything, yeah. Frank has been so generous to come out and do some comedy nights with us, with your boy Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. Cut, cut, cut it. it out. We look, everyone freaked out because they're like, they're the same person. Yeah, anyway. Have you ever seen them both in the same room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, you can go to connorcaresfoundation.org. But, um, yeah, it's a, the charity we, my sister and I started because 17 years ago, we unfortunately lost my five-year-old nephew to a drowning accident, my yeah. sister's my sister's son. So we started this foundation, and we uh, donate uh, defibrillators, AEDs to pools and stuff, whatever, teach teach uh, kids in inner cities to swim and stuff. We, we actually donated a bus to, to get some of the kids oh, wow. to the YMCAs years ago and stuff, too. So Unbelievable. Well, our whole mission is so no other family will have to go through what we yeah, went through. Yeah, absolutely. And I mentioned it yesterday. I'm in this competition. I'm trying to raise, I'm trying to help out this shelter where I've adopted two dogs from. Uh, exp at Expedition Online is the Venmo handle. At, there it is right there. <laughs> and there's Scooby. Venmo, <laughs> at Expedition Online. And then in the description box, you put in Team Start. We're trying to raise money by the end of the week. So if you can donate anything to all three of these great charities, a couple bucks for each one would really help. And we really appreciate it. I appreciate that not only did I have two all-stars here in the studio, well, I have my producer right here, Ryan, who is going with another mustache. He's going as, he's going as Keith Hernandez now. It is Keith Hernandez. <laughs> my name is Nico, Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> Prepare to die. He's doing a little Princess Bride. You keep or, saying or this, Dan. I do not think it means with you. What's that? Bo Bobby, Bobby Valentine. Bobby Valentine. <laughs> with Bobby Valentine. I know never knows. Ryan's taking it off. No, I'm trying to keep it in. trying to keep it on. Yeah, Bobby Valentine got kicked out of a game as a Mets manager, and he went back and put on like the, the glasses and a mustache. That's the best thing ever. And he just stood in the dugout, and the announcers are dying the whole time. Very Bobby Valentine. Listen, we appreciate you guys watching. Make sure you click that subscribe button. Oh, there now that it is Bobby Valentine or Groucho Marx. I'm not really sure who you are, Ryan, but. 
You're a man of a thousand faces. We really appreciate it. Drive for 500 is going to happen. We'll be back tomorrow. We're at 501. What's that? We're at 501. We're at 501. We got our 500 subscribers. Uh -oh. We have to find out who's who going to be the in-studio guest. Who's going to be the in-studio guest? We're, hopefully, it's the guy with the garbage can. And Jimmy, <laughs> this is Jimmy Garoppolo. This is Garoppolo right here. I would love that guy. We'll wheel the garbage can in. Danny will be back tomorrow with AL Rookie of the Year 95, Marty Cordova, who's another yes. Vegas yeah, guy. Mar yep, Marty. Marty will be here at another fun packed show. Be careful if you're going out Halloween, real quick. Favorite Halloween candy? Me, uh, uh, shoot. Favorite Halloween candy? I, I, Reese's. Reese's, that's the correct answer. Skittles. Skittles, good answer. I go with Reese's peanut butter cups. Necco wafers, worst candy ever. Candy corn, up or down? Candy corn? Nah. I used to like it. I know. I've got, yeah. Yeah, when I was when younger. And Ryan? <laughs> Three Musketeers. That's a good one right here. Or Kit Kats. Well, well here you're three musketeers today on Punchlines. Greg Vaughn, Denny Nagel, I'm Frank Nicotero. Thank you for watching Punchlines. Lines, we're live in Nevada every show. Hashtag Punch Frank Nicotero.